Hey guys, it's Melissa with the Chicken Sitter Podcast, and this is episode number 78, When Clients No Longer Need Your Service. I call this one, One Last Walk with My Dear Friend, Abby. First, I'd like to say a client may not need your service anymore for several different reasons. Maybe they're moving and they won't be in your service area anymore. Maybe their pet or pets have passed away and the service just isn't needed. And also maybe they're retiring and they're on a fixed income. They just can't afford it. No matter what you're charging, they can't add that to their monthly, you know, costs. They just can't do it. I'll do a podcast in the future on what to do in this case if they don't need your service anymore. And I'll also do a podcast coming up on pet proofing your home part two, because I did do a part one a few weeks ago. A listener also asked me to do a podcast, um, and I'm working on that, and I will be posting that in a few weeks as well, well, within the month or so. So this one I call One Last Walk with My Dear Friend Abby. I remember when I first met Abby, like it was yesterday. When I got to her house for a meet and greet, I drove up this long, curvy driveway, And as I'm driving up this driveway, it made me think of New Hampshire. Just scenic, beautiful, all trees, just gorgeous. I came to the door and Abby's owner greeted me with a big smile and she invited me in. We sat down in her living room and my first thoughts of Abby was like, oh wow, she's such a cutie. She's a beautiful golden retriever. I mean, all goldens are beautiful, but she was just a special and is, I shouldn't say was, <laughs> she is a special dog. From the moment I met her, she just was just special to me. I petted Abby as she demanded more and more attention and she made me laugh, um, you know, the jumping and, and the licking. During our conversation, um, her owner stepped out of the room to answer a phone call and Abby jumped and grabbed my sweatshirt strength. <laughs> she yanked it and wouldn't let go. And when I tell you she wouldn't let go, she would not let go. And I'm laughing and trying to break myself free. And thankfully, after a few minutes, I was able to do so (laughs) before her owner came back. I would, I guess, at that point, call her spunky. (laughs) Um, She was about six months old at the time. And uh, yeah, she had some energy and was spunky. From that point on, I walked her about five days a week which eventually turned into seven days a week. There were only a few days due to hurricane weather, um, a really bad snowstorm where they couldn't plow her very long driveway where I could get up it to do a walk um, that we didn't walk. So, I mean, we walked religiously every day, seven days a week. She was my walking buddy. Um, We talked about everything from the weather to what kind of havoc she was gonna create when I brought her back to the door. Um, when I brought it back to the door, when I brought her home, (laughs) um, to stuff we can eat and what we can't eat on walks, we talked about, (laughs) and we'd laugh. In the beginning, she'd test the limits and try to grab sticks. She'd even grab a large stick and walk with the stick in her mouth for 10 minutes at a time (laughs) and just walk like it wasn't even in her mouth. And good luck getting that stick out of there. Uh, check out my TikTok, the underscore chicken sitter, and you'll see a video of her doing this with the stick in her mouth. 
um, and some cute pictures and stuff of her as well as other animals. It's just cute. She liked to chase toads, frogs, bugs, birds. But thankfully, Claire, she stayed clear of like the deer we would see. Sometimes there was a group of them in the woods. Um, she'd stay clear of those. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'd walk 30 minutes at a time, sometimes more, um, no matter what the weather was. And most of the time, it would be through the wood paths on the property where she lives. Very large property, uh, many different paths through the woods, which was a wonderful thing that we could walk through. Uh, we would walk to the water and gaze out at the birds eating fish, listen to the frogs croak, and we'd joke about how the mosquitoes wouldn't bother her, but they'd eat me alive all the time, <laughs> all the time. She was always very uh, energetic and needed to get that energy out. So she needed her daily walk. I made sure I was there every day for her. Um, and because I heard pet, her, not her pets, her owners couldn't walk her. And um, they counted on me being there. Her owner would call um, her being energetic beans, having beans in her. She'd say, Melissa, <laughs> she's full of beans today. Can you get some of those beans out? We'd laugh together. <laughs> and I'd say, yeah, I'd bring it back. And I'd be like, we got some of those beans out. Her owner and I were watching our bathroom habits, which we all do with our dogs. I learned her poop spots, pee spots, places where she liked to roll on the ground um, because Abby would eat an occasional large piece of salmon. We'll say occasional, and as I would like wink at her if she was here. Um, occasional piece of salmon that was left on the counter in her house during a dinner party, uh, maybe even a chocolate cake. Um, she'd get into an open bag of dog food and eat herself sick as well as getting into the trash. So we were always making sure she was pooping and checking to see if her poop was normal. She had several, several vet visits over the year and a half to two years. I walked her uh, with her owner, several, um, not just when she was in the puppy stage. <laughs> Dogs like, you know, like this, like to get into things that they're not supposed to. All dogs are like that. Goldens have stomach issues due to the stuff they eat and what they're, you know, they're eating stuff they're not supposed to eat. Outside, inside. Um, Abby would try to eat my ponytail if I had let her. Um, when she was a pup, she grabbed my ponytail. And I learned quickly to wear my hair up after that. Because, um, yeah, she'd grab on and, and not let go. <laughs> Every morning, we'd start our walk out with a kiss, belly rubs, and doggy yoga, as I would call it. She'd roll on her back, get in those belly rubs with me, and she'd do all kinds of poses. And, I, you know, I call them yoga poses, doggy yoga. And we'd stretch together. We'd walk to get her uh, mom's paper at the on the weekends at the end of the driveway. We'd go down the long, windy driveway. And she enjoyed walking to get the paper and exploring the woods. We'd find many treasures, like I was saying, like bugs and animals. And we've seen owls, woodpeckers, all kinds of birds, planes flying low and bunnies and snakes. You name it, it was there. Um, it never got old, you know, no matter what the weather was, no matter what the day was. It never got old walking Abby. And uh, we always enjoyed each other's company. One day, Abby's owner said she had family moving in and that they're going to walk Abby from now on. 
So this made me sad. I was happy for them, and I am happy for them, but it made me sad. Um, they were very nice and gave me two weeks' notice. Abby now has her auntie and uncle living there with her bestie, Bailey, which is a smaller, sweet, older dog. I'm very happy for her owners, and, you know, to have that live-in help. It's great to have kids that will help out. And you know, I'm so happy for Abby. She has her friend Bailey there all the time now. You know, I'm a true believer that people and pets come into your life for a reason. And I believe Abby and her family came into mine for a reason. And they came into my life at the right time. On our last walk last week, Corona said, when I dropped her off, you know, thank you. And, you know, I'm a little sad. And please keep in touch. Text me, call me, come visit and she said, you know, I've never met someone more so like you. You're so reliable. You'd come day after day, you know, for a year and a half, two years. You, you just, I knew you would be here. And, you know, I really appreciated your help. You were a big help. And I appreciated her saying that. And I knew I was a big help. And I knew, you know, she needed those walks and that she needed me there. On our last visit, um, I pulled Abby aside and I said, you know, Abby, I said, as we looked out into the water, I said, this is only bye for now. You know, and she's so sweet. She just looks up at you, you know. And she kissed me. And, I, you know, I knew at that point she knew that we would see each other again. And, you know, we will, whether it's me visiting or if they, for some reason, need a walk, whether they're going on vacation and someone can't be there to walk her. I know that we'll see each other again. And I know that she's in a good place. The family, Abby, Having another dog there, she's got a you know a lifelong friend there to play with, and makes me happy knowing that. So hopefully you enjoyed my story. That's just um, you know one story. I'll have many more coming. With uh, you know sometimes you start a job and for some reason they don't need you. I don't have I shouldn't say many more, but I have a few more that I'll have podcasts on in the future. And you know Abby really touched my heart. So did her family. And I plan on keeping in touch. Um, you know, life gets busy with kids and uh, work and everything. I'm hoping we can keep in touch and get some visits in um, so we can still see each other, you know, so I can see the family, vice versa, and, and um, Abby. All right, guys, I appreciate you listening like always, and I'll be back next week with the podcast. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.